Good morning, Lisa. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. So give me the rundown of how this film came about, because you were on my show a while back, um, and this was all in the making, and congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's been a long road since I've been on your show. Um, little by little, it started um, at Gilda's Club, which is a place for people with cancer in New York City. And I started out wanting to do a film about Gilda's legacy. And little by little, um, it progressed. And then at one point, uh, Gilda's, and I think this is before I was on your show, yes. Gilda's brother gave me access to her um, personal archives that had been in storage since she passed away. And once I got that, it was a totally different, a different film, a really, like, a chance to really make something really different. So it was pretty amazing. Okay, what a gift. I have to stop you right there when the brother turned over all this information. Yeah, I mean, it, it was boxes that had been in storage since Gilda had passed away, and Michael didn't even know really what was in the boxes, and he had, was hesitant for a while. But Gilda's best friend, Judy, came with me to Detroit, and we went through the boxes, and in the boxes there was a, um, a film that Gilda made of her ninth chemotherapy, like a 20-minute film that, that her and Jean um, made, which is a, you know, there's a little portion of it in Love, Gilda, and once I saw the real Gilda, like, in the hospital, and it was just really amazing. And also in the boxes were um, audio tapes that she had recorded and her personal, um, some of her personal journals. So it was really a, um, after that, it was like a year process to really go through the material. Right. But um, it was pretty amazing. So I have to, I might have told you, uh I grew up in uh, New York City and then Stanford, Connecticut, and I remember I was 18 and I'm in a health food store and there's Gildan Radner, and I was speechless. I mean, because I was a huge fan and I was crushed to hear later on she had passed away. Um, the reactions of people like Amy Poehler in the trailer are beautiful. Yeah, I mean, I, I also wanted... Um to me, Gilda has two legacies. She has the legacy in cancer through Gilda's Club. Mm-hmm. And then she has this real pl- big place in comedy history where she's always on the list of best female comedians of all time. Mm-hmm. And I had, um, you know, created a whole list of, of uh, comedians inspired by Gilda, which was really, really long. But you never know how inspired people are. Like, I kind of expected that um, they would all tell me their story and how they were influenced by, by Gilda, which they did, but that Amy was my first interview, and her passion and her love of Gilda was just so amazing and infectious. And when I, um, my producer didn't really, we didn't really know how we were going to get um, all the comedians to read, and we gave um, Amy the book and just the, the reverence she had to it. And also, everybody else that we filmed was pretty amazing. I mean, they all were so inspired by Gilda. Oh, it, she really, I, you know, that was so clear. And I, it makes so much sense. I think back to watching Saturday Night Live and all of her characters. And then there's an album I actually have uh, on display. Uh, and one of the songs is Let's Talk Dirty to the Animals. It's hysterical. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. Gilda was so funny, and I think um, what made her different, or what um, at least the people I interviewed were, is that she was such a positive comedian, too. Mm-hmm. And she was so infectious and so 
she just loved performing, and I think um, she loved audiences, and audiences loved her. Right. So tell me, um, you've shown this film in Manhattan? Yeah, I mean, the film opened at uh, Tribeca Film Festival, so it was the opening night film. Right. And Amy, Amy Poehler introduced the film, which was really, really wow. exciting. yes. And, and then it went on to festivals, sold-out festivals throughout the country, which is really exciting. And then this Friday it opened in tw- um, over, I think, over 60 theaters for a limited run throughout Incredible. the country. Now, what are you hearing people say? Um, you know, all kinds of different things. They seem to love the film, which is great. Yes. And I think, I, I, under, I knew people loved Gilda, but I didn't know to the extent of it. But the most exciting thing are people who are discovering Gilda, who had never knew, known anything, whether they've grown up in another country mm-hmm. or they were too young to, um, to have seen Gilda or heard of her. So those are really um, great responses. Well, I knew when I spoke to you several years ago that the response, especially in Manhattan, would be huge. Huge. Because of the impact, you know, she had on so many people. Yeah. I mean, it's still, it's interesting, though. Doing an independent film, like, so we've been releasing at our art houses, mm-hmm. it's, and we've gotten a ton of press, like great press and really good reviews. Yes. It's just you know, you wonder how many people really are still going to the movie show. Because audiences, though the festivals were all sold out, um, now the audiences seem to be better. But even looking at all the other films, not just my my film, I just wonder how many people are going to the movies. Because there wasn't, like, massive lines like we had had at festivals. Really? And it wasn't just for my film. It was for other films also. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Well, I think, you know, with a big major film... You have, like, billboards, and you have that kind of, um, of, uh... Marketing. Uh, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So and with independent films, it's really word of mouth. Sure. So... Are there plans to put this up on, let's say, a Hulu or somewhere for people to see? Yeah. Um, in January of next year, um, it will be on CNN television. So that's really exciting. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, uh, what would you like people to know about the film without giving too much away? Um, I think it's, it's, the film is told from Gilda's point of view. Mm-hmm. And that was the most important thing. It was told through, um, really, if she was sitting down with you and telling her story, this is, I, I hope, and I think this is the story that she would tell. Right. So, that's what I think makes it interesting. Did she lead kind of a private life living in Connecticut with Gene Wilder? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's it. we're doing a screening in Connecticut on Thursday, so I'm really looking forward to that. But, right. yeah, I think she loved, she loved her life with Gene. Mm-hmm. It was very, you know, she had a beautiful home, and they had friends over. And from what I heard, like, you, you saw her in the store. Yeah, North I think Stanford. It, you know, I think she just enjoyed her life there. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a beautiful retreat from Manhattan, and it's it's not like it's even an hour from Manhattan, but it's a nice uh, place to live, you know, to get away from it all. Yeah, I was, I was really lucky. I was able to spend a day with Gene Wilder in, in, in the house that he lived with Gilda, thanks to his wife, Karen, 
mm-hmm. was very gracious and, and set up a time for me to come and visit her and Jean. So I was able to get a really good sense of um, the home and get a sense of how wonderful Jean is. And, uh, you know, you could see how Gilda really just enjoy, would enjoy living there. Um, by the way, did they have kids? No, they never had kids. Okay. And that's one of the things that um, Gilda's friends have all said, that she would have made it, made an amazing mother. Oh, I bet. I bet. Um well, I just think this film sounds incredible. I can't wait to see it myself. I've just seen the trailer. Um, again, could you give out some information where people can learn more about it? Sure. You can go to lovegilda.com. Okay. And under Get Tickets, all the theaters are listed. Okay. And you can also follow the film on Facebook, the Love Gilda Facebook page. Oh, good. Uh, I also put all the info on the show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org with some pictures of you and the poster and the trailer and where to get tickets. Uh, I want to thank you so much for calling into the show. Um, Tell me, do you have other projects going on right now, or are you just probably so busy? Um, No, um, I do have other projects, but today is supposed to be my starting day, really looking into these other projects because it's opening weekend, so it's pretty pretty tiring, everything leading up to it. But um, nothing is official yet, but I have a project that I'm looking into, which is an, an inspiring woman who leaves behind a legacy also. Interesting. And I'll let you know when okay. um, when it really goes into um, development. Great. Yes, keep me posted. I'd love to have you back on again. Okay, thank you so much for okay. having me. And congratulations. Uh, thank you. Have a great day. Okay, bye. Bye-bye. That was Lisa Dapolito calling in to b- talk about her film, Love, Gilda. And uh, it's about Gilda Radner. Life is short, but funny is forever. And there's an image of the poster for the film up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And there's a picture of Lisa with the show poster as well. And more information is on there. Let's see. If you want to follow me, I'm, I'm on Twitter at moms underscore rock. KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM. We're on Tumblr at blog.kuci.org. And we're on Facebook at KUCI-889. So that's a wrap for me. If you want to find out about being a guest, you can send me an email to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. Up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. You are listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Have a great one.